com. It's a website where you can find a bunch of podcasts that are really good. But uh, right now I want to focus on one podcast. It's called The Rent is Due. It features Brandon Mesmer, who's been a guest on On the Road with Thorhammer uh, more than a few times. It features Gary J of local St. Louis wrestling and traveling and Midwest traveling superstar Gary J and good friend of mine from high school, Mr. Billy Bowles. Uh, what I want you to do right now is pause this podcast, go over to your podcast app of choice, Stitcher, Spreaker, uh, iTunes podcast app, search The Rent Is Due, or go to onyxstudios.com and click on The Rent Is Due tab. As of this recording, they're up to 13 episodes. They could be up to 14 by the time this actually airs. Um, the only way to really know what Rent is Due is like is to listen to it. So go over and check it out. They talk about everything from uh, local music to uh, wrestling and really just everything that those guys are up to. And they got a lot going on comedy wise and uh in their in their personal lives that is hilarious so now that you did and you're back now that you did check it out and you're back for this show how was it what did you think go on itunes and write us a review it's the best way to turn on new people to our podcast onyxstudios.com that is onyxstudios.com. And now into our show. Uh, we went back to Des Moines this weekend and had another basement show with those guys. I'll get to that in a minute. But first, uh, I had a few other tidbits of information I'd like to share with you from, uh, or maybe just like incidents and weird happenings at Full Terror. That it didn't share on our last episode. By the way, if you'd like to see a couple of clips or uh, music from our set, go on my Facebook or go on YouTube channel Thor Hammer Metal, and you'll be able to find our set and some awesome clips that I put together. That are genuinely interesting. Um, one thing I wanted to share that I forgot to is that we met Dan Lilk- Lilker of uh, Stormtroopers of Death and formerly of Anthrax long, long, long ago. Uh, he plays bass, but his uh, solo band was playing at Full Terror. And as we were wrapping up and getting ready to uh, head out, uh, and I, w- I, I actually walked up to Tim and Kyle on a bench sort of in the concessions area, and as I'm looking at Kyle, he sort of says under his breath, right behind you is the bass player of SOD, and I'm like, that's fucking cool. <laughs> I didn't I forgot that his band was playing and I'm the kind of guy that is not gonna necessarily go up to somebody that's in a popular band or that's in even an underground band that is of no that is noteworthy. I just feel like they're just regular dudes and um With some of my favorite drummers, I've sort of geeked out a little bit, and it left a bad taste in my mouth, and I don't think I really want to do that again. But Kyle Kyle, uh, came to Dan bearing gifts of the uh, High Files variety, and he was very receptive and a nice dude, and um, 
cheers to fucking Dan Loca of SOD. That was a strange encounter, but still awesome. Um, no one at Full Terror could tell me where the drug bridge was. The drug bridge was something that was uh, noted in many in many reports from people going to the ICP Juggalo Festival. And that is where uh, Full Terror was held. Is on the same grounds as the Juggalo Festival a few years back. I could not find where the drug bridge was. There's a couple different bridges and nobody knew which one was the right one. Uh, let's see. I took a uh, I took a jaunt over a f- couple of different fields to go see the Ohio River, which is an awesome view. Uh, but on my way back from that, I saw what they call Lake Hepatitis, <laughs> and it's really just a pond, and it is probably the worst looking water in this pond like stagnant ass water in this pond that I've ever seen and of course there's people out in it and normally I'm not like shy about going into possibly dirty water or whatever but uh, this looked completely disgusting and I would not touch it with a 10 foot pole Uh, so some just some I just woke up a little bit ago so bear with me on not being able to speak some suggestions that I have for Full Terror Assault 3, which I believe is happening, but they haven't confirmed yet. Full Terror Assault 3 should cut back on their stage setup for the main stage. They could make some adjustments there and save maybe even a couple thousand dollars, but if you shave off a little bit, it could uh, help expand. In many different ways. Uh, I would also say get better hype guys for in between bands. Uh, the guy that introed us was kind of lame. Just my opinion, folks. If you disagree, uh, write us a review or something. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, on to Des Moines. Okay, so no audio from the road again. It's disappointing for me. I don't know if it is for other people. I li- I like having those road road podcasts because that is what the main the concept of the show was when I first started it. But it has evolved into something else, I guess. Uh, we took we took Parks's car again, and it's when when it's hot outside and we don't have AC in the car. I'm not going to force them to podcast with me (laughs) for the comfort of everybody going. Um, As I said earlier, we went to Des Moines to uh, play the Dark Mirror, what what was labeled as the final Dark Mirror Basement show. I think it might have just been the final Dark Mirror show of that said lineup. Uh... I honestly wish I could explain to you guys the feeling of that show and and the and of the room, but I really I can't. Uh, for me, there was a uh, a great feeling of like coming full circle because when I first joined, one of our for well maybe our second road gig was playing in that basement. For a lot of those same dudes, and uh, a lot of those same bands were on the show, and a quote that uh, Parks heard and he posted on his page was like, this is like a family reunion, but it's of people that I want to see. (laughs) Which, I'm pretty close to my family, but I could totally get that mentality. Uh, A lot of those dudes are absolutely closer to me than some of my family members, so great to see all of them, and... Like I said, there was a feeling in the room of, like, everybody really, really wanted to be there and wanted it to last a long time. And it felt like it lasted a long time. Uh, Tim procured us a tent. Procured us a tent. That is a word that I did not pronounce right. Uh, (laughs) We had the biggest tent 
Thanks to Tim's boss who gave him the tent. Uh, six, six person tent. We looked like fucking gods with this tent. I'm not going to lie, guys. Uh, it was awesome. For some reason, Kyle still slept on a couch or a mattress, which doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but I guess if you're going to stay up all night, you'll sleep where you sleep. Uh, some bands left after the show was over. That's weird um, to me, but most camped out, which I was happy for because I got to see a lot of them in the morning and say goodbye. Uh, side note, Paul Hermanson sounds like a hibernating, snoring bear in his tent. <laughs> and total flashbacks of the first time I stayed with that. Uh, Kyle filled on drones with Tropical Storm. Good stuff. Think that was a one-time deal. I like being at shows for one-time deals. Uh, that's what you get for going to shows, like... If you don't go to shows, you miss out on stuff that only happens once. King Goro brings their fucking Goro juice. Christian kills it on drums. Tori and Paul, great as always. Uh, Our set was next. Lots of stick throwing. The energy from the crowd was electric all night, and I just had a fucking blast. I wish our says lasted longer, but they tend to be the quickest thing that happens all night, at least in my head. Uh, Kyle guested on drums for Plagued Insanity, which is also a one-time deal, I think. Unless Plagued Insanity's drum bails on a show again, which I hope that doesn't happen. But Kyle, uh, Kyle killed it all night. The crowd chanted his name after Plague set, and uh, he pretended to be modest, but good times. Dark Mirror set. Right after that, classic lineup for my first show with him. Was really happy they played such a good set. Garen is fucking ridiculous on guitar. Can't remember who was next, Toast or Rain, but uh, Justin got put through another table. I'm, I'm starting to wonder how many tables it's going to take before that feud is done. <laughs> Rain is great too. Their drummer uh, is a force to be reckoned with. You definitely have to look them up. And on the subject of looking up bands, you definitely need to look up Traffic Death as well. has to be one of the best and heaviest underground bands going right now. They're getting ready to play a show with Deceased out of town somewhere. It'd be fucking awesome to be at that show. I think it's the same day as uh, Metal Church, which I forgot to plug at the top of the show. Go see Thorhammer open for Metal Church September 17th, Saturday. It's in less than uh, less than two weeks from when this airs. At the Firebird, September 17th. Go and check it out. Uh, I wanted to note that I smashed my fucking head into this air duct in the basement, which is always a concern with tall people. Smashed my head so hard a few times that I have these giant lumps on my head right now. And this is one of the advantages of having long hair. You can't see the fucking giant bumps on top of my head right now. It's ridiculous. I've had a headache for two days. Fucking ridiculous. Uh, I exchange wrestling gifts with Kelsey and Clint, which is quickly becoming a tradition every single time I go. Uh, we talked about, Kelsey and I talked about the Cruiserweight, uh, Cruiserweight tournament they got going right now on the network. Talked about Brian Kendrick and how great his storyline is in that. 
in that uh, cruiserweight challenge, cruiserweight tournament. Uh, we talked about Owens winning the Universal Championship belt, which things changed so much in WWE now that uh, I, you know, they changed so quickly that I don't know if he's still going to be the champ by the time this airs. I, I doubt they'll take it off of him that quickly, but you get what I'm trying to say. Ended up going to bed at 1 a.m. and when I couldn't force myself to go back downstairs to watch more music. There was two more bands I thought tra- Parks and I both had convinced ourselves that Traffic Death was going to be the last band to play. <laughs> they were not. Smash Potato and another band from out of town were still going to play. And uh, I, I, I had that headache that I was talking about earlier. Time is about 10. It is died down a little bit since but I couldn't make myself go back downstairs it was too rough and uh I definitely I definitely needed to hit the hay at 1 o'clock in the morning um somehow when I woke people were still awake at 6am it's hard to believe sometimes when you wake up and everybody is still fucking trucking like that I'm definitely too old for that. <laughs> I can't be doing that anymore. That was a burp in my stomach. That was weird. Not a double pipe uh, classic. Random guy in the morning put on uh, women's short women's spanks <laughs> as we packed to leave. It was pretty hilarious. I can't. I don't know the dude's name. But uh, that you never know what you're gonna see at these things. <laughs> oh man! Uh, pro tip: don't shit at the party, guys. Here's the deal: when you're at a house party, there's usually only one bathroom. Before you go to said show, watch what you eat, or while you're at the show, watch what you eat, so you don't have to shit. We ate at uh, Tasty Tacos, which is different. We normally eat at Taco John's, but Tasty Tacos is sort of a less fast foody version. And it was awesome, by the way. I got a fucking taco salad, but I only ate half the taco salad. I left all the, I left a lot of the cheese and beef out of the equation, so that I didn't have to shit at the party and fucking stink it up, or wait in lines, or have to sit on a toilet that a hundred people used pro tip don't shit at the party uh i was successful at not shitting at the party uh possibly by the time this goes up i already have some i'm probably gonna i'm right now it's 4 30 in the morning on <laughs> on labor day on monday and uh, I'll be working on putting together some audio and video. Don't think the audio is, suffi- is sufficient enough to post full sets of anything. But uh, those who are in the know and friends and, and like to check out our full sets, uh, I do post them for the band. And if people know about it, they can go into uh, the unlisted and uh, unlisted parts on our Thorhammer Metal channel and check them out anyway. As long as you don't put them on blast, it's alright to post that stuff. Uh, Band members very picky about what stuff goes up, and for good reason. But the stuff that I choose to highlight and put out there will certainly be on my Facebook and my feed, and uh, I will tag people that were involved in said video clips and audio clips. So be on the lookout for that stuff, guys. Let's see where we're at time-wise. We're at about 20, 20 minutes. So that leaves me time put something a little special at the back half of this episode what I'm going to do for you guys is post 
the entire set from when we opened for Skeleton Witch. I haven't shared any of the audio on this podcast yet. So, strap in, fellas and ladies and whoever else, whatever alien non-sex creatures (laughs) listen to this podcast. Appreciate all your support. As I said before, go to onyxstudios.com for more. And uh, hopefully all kinds of cool podcast stuff in the future. Thank you guys for listening. Come on out to Metal Church September 17th at the Firebird. Thank you. Oh, there's a train. Only one toot from the train. Oh, there's another one. Thanks again, guys. I've extended this ending way too long. The slow... Shut up, train. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. See you next week. Tim. And the thing.
motivational piece for all you sad sons of bitches out there. I see you. I see you. I know the look. No. 
Watch it now.